17 minutes it is now before 8 p.m. And uh, we go into our business wrap. And uh, uh, this time around, taking a look at uh, the Triple uh, B Commission, which has said that uh, uh, there had been uh, no significant change or any change to write home about in the levels of transformation in the country. And uh, some of the results uh, that they found, uh, which are... Uh, compiled in the the commission's annual report on the status and trends of uh, the triple be commission show that uh, uh, the levels of transformation uh, have uh, plateaued in a way and have uh, been uh, uh, sh- or the shifts I should rather say have been uh, nothing short of pedestrian and in particular of course uh, one of the notable ones is uh, certainly uh, some of uh, the uh, sticky change that we see when it comes to uh, a black female ownership in the economy. And uh, to talk about this a bit more, I'm joined by uh, the commissioner at the Broad-Based Black Economic Empowerment Commission, and that is Zotwa Ntul. So Zotwa Gunjan. I'm very well, thank you. So Zotwa, let's maybe start off here, uh, just for people who might not be familiar uh, with uh, 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 the work of the Triple B Commission, and in particular, I guess, uh, the uh, this particular report, which uh, reports on a certain legislative requirements uh, when it comes to compliance uh, for many uh, organs of state, but also for uh, some of the listed entities and uh, both uh, uh, small enterprises and uh, emerging uh, micro-enterprises as well. Um, yes. Um, let me just say that, in fact, this is a critical um, function for the Commission, because if you recall... Um, the country was lamenting that we have no way of measuring where we go in, in terms of triple BE. Mm. And with the amendments that were done to the legislation, then one of the functions of the commission in section 13F was that the commission must receive annually reports and which then it should then analyze and provide the country with basically the, the, the state of where we are so that we can be able to see how we're doing in terms of, it, of, of triple BE. And so that that requirement arises out of Section 13G, which requires all GSE-listed companies to submit their report annually to the Commission, um, as basically saying to the Commission, this is how we're doing on all of the elements that we're being measured on. But also included in Section 13G is all organs of state, as well as the CTEL. And, and that's the requirement that is there. So once we receive this information, then we are able to then do our own analysis. But in addition to that, what the Commission has done, remember that in 2016, we created a triple B certificate portal mm. where the certificates that are issued by verification agencies are supposed to be uploaded on that portal every time they issue them. So that information, that data, is the data that we also use then to do this analysis because not all companies are obviously GSE listed. But then when we have got additional uh, companies from various sectors, we're able to get a, a bigger pool of of, of, of assessment, you know, mm. of, of data to assess. And that that's very useful for us um, at the moment. Yeah. Now, Commissioner, I guess we've outlined, uh, uh, you know, the methodology and uh, I guess the information sources that you use uh, to put together this report. I'm quite interested in some of the trends that are emerging uh, from your report here. And uh, let's maybe start off with some of the organs of state and uh, in particular some of the SOEs here. When we look at uh, uh, two particular dimensions, one, compliance with uh, the reporting expectations uh, governed by the legislation. But in addition to that, uh, when it comes to some of the priority areas, ownership, enterprise and uh, supply development and the other elements of a triple BE, how are our organs of state doing? Look, our organs of state um, are not doing very well generally in terms of reporting. And and we said that last year when we released the, the 2017 uh, report, to say that we did not, we actually got 1% 
of the organs of state. So this year there's a slight increase, but it's only 10%. So you can see that we're still, we're still battling there. But you see the effect or the consequence of that um, is, is, is also a reflection in the assessment now of, the, of how they are doing on, on triple BE. So it's one thing for you to not be able to submit a report, but actually if you've got a report to submit, that shouldn't be a problem. So you shouldn't be struggling to submit a report. So now our concern with the with the organs of state first is the issue about them reporting and implementing the triple B legislation as required in section ten, because all organs of state are required in procurement processes, triple um, uh, uh, P arrangements like your pub, uh, private pub, public pub, partnerships. Your incentives, every incentive that is given by the state, they're supposed to apply triple BE, and as well as in respect of all of the other uh, authorizations like licenses and so forth. So now they're supposed to apply it in respect of that. Mm. But also, as entities themselves, they are measured entities that should be using the specialized scorecard that is in the course of good practice. So as you remember, the 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 organs of state would not be measured, for instance, on 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 ownership. So they are measured on the other elements. Yes. So that's what they should be measuring themselves against. But they're not doing very well. But we think that um, this is the first, I think, batch that we are assessing really, and mm. um, that 10%. And hopefully, with the interventions that are happening now, we will be seeing some improvement in that area as well. I mean, Commissioner, forty one percent of. Uh, uh, organs of state rated between level eight and non-compliant. Uh, I mean, f- for a layperson, wh- what does that mean? Is that saying that uh, on enterprise and supplier development and some of the other non-ownership elements that our organs of state are, are failing spectacularly? Uh, we're more, uh, well, close to half of those are actually uh, getting uh, some of the lower uh, sort of compliance levels and uh, even uh, many of them being found to be non-compliant. The, the organs of state, um, I will tell you in all honesty, what happened is that when we started engaging with them directly, most of them were not actually even thinking that they should be measured themselves. Mm. All right? So now, not that, um, I think the, the challenge that they might be having at the moment is that um, even though they've done some work in enterprise development or supply development, but that was not a work that was ring specifically for triple BE. So you can't now, after the fact, try to make that a triple BE matter. So I think that is the challenge. And, and, and hopefully, with the first report that we've seen, because a number of them were struggling to understand how that happens. And the ones that we have engaged with and we've explained to now are understanding what needs to happen. And we can see that that's going to be an improvement going mm. forward because... That was actually largely the lack of knowledge and awareness around that, and 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 purely government thinking that this is legislation for the private yeah. sector to comply with. And, okay. and, but we say we we we're thinking that those are the areas, especially about inter, uh, around enterprise and supply development and skills development. But you'll see that on skills, um, they they're not doing badly. Sure. Um, and, okay. and 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 that's a, an area also that we want because it's a priority element mm. as well. But I think there should be improvement, in, especially particularly for black entrepreneurs, yeah. small businesses. There must be improvement in terms of how government procures. And they certainly should be leading the charge. Commissioner, I'd like us to pause there for a second uh, while we take a brief break and uh, also encouraging some of our listeners uh, to uh, weigh in. Uh, 
on our conversation. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377. What do you make of uh, the uh, report that's come out there? And, uh, of course, in particular, uh, I guess uh, the... Uh, um, uh, worse than expected performance of uh, some of our state uh, organs there. And uh, on the other side of this brief break, uh, when I continue with the commissioner, going to be taking a look at some of the listed entities and uh, their compliance in terms of reporting in the first instance, but also uh, some of the trends that are emerging from those who did comply and submit their reports. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk. It's eight minutes now before 8 p.m. And uh, we're taking a look as part of our business wrap conversation on this Thursday at uh, the... Uh, uh, trends emerging from the Triple BE Commission's report, uh, taking a look at uh, the national status and trends on uh, BE in 2018. And I'm joined on the line by the Commissioner at the Triple BE Commission, uh, Zotwan Tuli. And uh, Commissioner, we did speak yeah. briefly before the break about, uh, I guess, the performance when it comes to the state-owned entities. I'm quite interested yeah. in uh, what picture emerged for you when you look at some of the listed entities. And also, uh, we also saw uh, quite a picture emerging there when it comes to the smaller entities who prior... Uh, to, uh, I think, 2017, uh, 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 probably didn't have, I guess, the, the grace of uh, just filling out an affidavit and getting a commissioner votes to stamp it. Mm-hmm. And since that's been introduced, uh, there's been a, a significant shift in uh, the number of reports that you've received that have gone into this report. Yes, yes. In fact, I think that's, that's one thing that we, we, we noted, but we've seen a, a, an increase in the, uh, the large entities reporting mm. so 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 now the 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 emes and the qfes some of them would not have reported because there's no really a certificate that they would have uploaded because it's an affidavit yes and um and and we think that that's actually okay it's good because then it means that the smaller and medium uh, sized type entities are getting the benefit that was intended for them not to you know um root them in some compliance requirements even if it's not necessary for them mm. so we we're happy about that um but i think um as we obviously the monitoring function will play a role in terms of whether there are others that are really um because the trend that we've seen which is something that we still have not confirmed for real if it's something that um uh, we should be worried about is an, an, a, a registration of a number of smaller entities like the splitting of companies so we will get those ones that are trying to circumvent by making themselves EMEs and QSEs. But I think generally, I think it is good that they, they are getting the benefit that they should be getting. Mm. But the one thing that I just want to also indicate um, is that, you know, yes, we, we, we do lament the, the, that we are not getting the, the report, the enough report. So the reporting is not good and it must increase and will uh, put all the measures now um, to make sure that it increases. But one thing that is important not to lose sight of is the improvement that we've seen in the skills development, um, which is which has increased uh, really by around 39 percent. Mm. So, um, which means that um, on average, you know, 51 percent basically um, are at the right level. So, so for us, it's something that we should not take light yeah. because on the on the skills development, that's also where we also, it's a priority element. Mm. Uh, you know, um, um, intentionally so. So, Commissioner, so we, Commissioner we w- when we look at the skills development improvements, um, yes. w- what is the sector uh, picture? Because uh, when we, when someone looks at the report, for instance, if you take uh, a look at compliance, um, you can already see a breakdown of some of the sectors and uh, who's complied the most and who has done so the least. And uh, when you take a look at skills, where are you seeing the most improvements from a sector perspective? Look, at the moment, I would not necessarily be in a position to give you that information. Okay. But I think for us, um, what we've looked at is 
in terms of the the, the, the the improvements that we can actually be proud of because what you look at when you look at them individually some of them are really not making any any move yeah. for instance if you look at ownership we, we increasingly have for instance in agri um, more entities that have got just zero percent ownership which means that there, there isn't a, a movement that is that is even anything to write mm. up in agriculture about. Mm. exactly so but when you look at now in skills development a, a an, an average increase an overall increase of 39 percent is significant uh, and you look at enterprise and supply development as mm. well there you've got like a 14 14 percent increase there again for us and and if you look at the overall um as it's indicated also in our in our analysis um, you know, on average, 50% of the entities are, have achieved the priority element. So mm. we, we are getting somewhere. Okay. But we are not moving at the pace that is correct. And we are regressing in some instances. And that regression is what we are also concerned about, mm. the inconsistency. Okay. Commissioner, yes. please hold the line for me there for a second. I've got one of our callers who'd like to weigh in on our conversation. Uh, Mandla, you are in the Tswane. Good evening to you. Good evening, Ebonga. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Mandlander. Thank you so much uh, for reaching out to us. Please go ahead. Hi, Zodo. Hi. Uh, how are you? I'm good, Mandla. Fine. Uh, just want to commend you for the job well done. This has been a very difficult uh, unit, so to speak, and uh, I think your commission is doing a very great, very good job. Um, just you. as a slightly different angle, on the, on the issue of um, the, the, the statistics. You rely somehow on the verification agencies to an extent to tell you uh, what is going on um, on their side. How, mm-hmm. how, how credible, um, um, perhaps credible is a strong word, how, how, how are you dependent on that in terms of the, 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 the veracity of the information that uh, informs your statistics? Okay. Um let me say, like, the, the verification professionals are the ones that would then do, obviously, an independent verification of the claims. But remember, these claims are the claims that the companies themselves are making to say, these are the claims for us in ownership, management control, enterprise development, and they'll provide the evidence for that to a verification mm-hmm. agency. So now oh, we do know that, yeah, there are verification professionals that have been cutting corners. But I think it is not proper for us, obviously, to paint all of them with the same brush. Mm. So on the issue of the reporting, we obviously would rely first on the information that is received from the certificates that we received, as well as from the companies themselves. But we Mm -hmm. also do our own um, assessment and, 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 and see whether... What we are working with is something that we can we can rely on. But remember that also the legislation does give us the 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 the, the tools. So if we we suspect that some information is not correct, we've got the right to conduct site visits in and and verify this information. So we'll do that from time to time. But I think for now it is proper for us to work with the mm. frameworks that we have okay. and also to 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 to, to trust. The system that we have for now mm. and isolate the ones you know those verifiers that are not proper we isolate those and and deal with them in terms of the legislation but also the measured entities that are giving wrong claims and colluding with the verifiers then we deal with those but not to paint everybody with the same brush okay uh, Manda? Lastly, um, yeah. the, Manda? on the side of fronting 
Yes. Are you making a headway on that side? Um, because it was one of the, the challenges that uh, I would expect that you would have in, in the commission. Yes, fronting. Fronting, fronting continues to remain a challenge. That is why even when we um, issue our statistics, we do indicate that the statistics are as we receive the information. But where, for instance, we then investigate the company and then we find that we find that um, the credentials that they were claiming were actually arising from a fronting scheme, then there are processes mm. to deal mm. with that. And you will see that now we have begun since the beginning of this financial year to start releasing our findings because our findings have got um, 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 a few limitations in terms of publications. But we are now at the point where the hurdles now have been unlocked. We are now beginning to release the findings so that then we can send the messages around the schemes that are not correct and the schemes that should be prevented going forward. So I think at the moment, yes, we started, it, it was a start, it's difficult, but now we are beginning to mm. see um, some direction and we see the light at the end. Mm. Of the okay, Mandla, thank you so no much for that call. Uh, we'll have to leave it there, my brother, and uh, fortunately Thank you very much. Uh, that there Thank was you a Mandla much. there in uh, Tswane. And uh, Zotwa, uh, unfortunately, we have run out of time, but the last one on my end, and, and uh, I guess the legislation also empowers you to undertake side visits, not just to verify the information that's been fed into your process, but also uh, to ask certain questions in instances where people have complied and uh, provided information and you're not seeing any sizable shift. And uh, we see every single day when you go online to some of the uh, websites of some of these companies, uh, uh, a lot of them not doing as well as they should on the ownership front, least of all some of the listed companies uh, who have become household brands. Uh, what, what is the commission going to do going forward in terms of, uh, I guess, having a dialogue uh, to try and push some of these uh, big uh, brands that we interact with every single day to, uh, one, not only comply with the reporting, but also improve uh, their ownership picture as part of the uh, uh, key uh, priority areas for Triple BE? Hello? Sasot? Yes. Yes, so I'm asking... Uh, are you going to go out and do some of the other side visits, not just to verify the information that you have, but also to ensure much greater compliance on the part uh, of those who have submitted when it comes to the ownership component uh, of the triple uh, BE priorities? Yes. In fact, uh, we have already started conducting the site visits, and I think uh, companies can expect to see more and more of us at their, at their premises uh, because that's the area where we we, we we going to focus on this year. So it's not only in relation to companies that have not submitted. Um, the ones that have not submitted, we deal with them in terms of the process for non-compliance. But now what the site visits are for a verification of the information, um, and that will cover all the elements, not only the ownership, we cover all the elements because we look at all the data that was used to claim mm. um, whatever was presented to us. And that, that, those, those uh, side visits are random, but we do have a mechanism internally to, sure. to, to look at which ones we should be doing um, uh, as a matter of course, because there's a number of entities. And as I said, you know, the, even when we bring in more resources, our resources are going to be applied to get to the measured entities themselves in terms of assessing what they have, but also to assist to, 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 to correct what is not correct. And, and, and also to uncover the ownership schemes, for instance, that are not mm. um, necessarily there on the ground, but may be appearing on paper. And the site visitors are going to assist us to do that. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's a broader uh, yeah. monitoring tool. It's not only just to look at the report. 
Okay, we'll have to leave it there, Commissioner. Really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us uh, this evening. Thank that is the uh, Commissioner of uh, the Broad-Based Black Economic Empowerment Commission, Zotwanturi, speaking to us uh, uh, as part of our business wrap on this Thursday.